Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Another big deal for NWSL team and the San Diego Padres continue to go all in. Those are some key stories for this morning's Buzzcast. It is Thursday, February 18th. I'm Abe Madcore. Good morning. Hope everybody is safe with all the terrible weather going across the country. From the home office, yesterday we debuted the second episode of our SBJ Spotlight series. Hope you'll be able to check it out. This is our news talk show. The full show is in Morning Buzz. You can also watch individual segments through links on Morning Buzz. Love to see what you think about SBJ Spotlight episode two. So let's get to the news, a very busy news day. We've talked about Angel City FC a lot on the Morning Buzzcast. Well, our Terry Lefton is reporting that DoorDash becomes the front of the kit sponsor for Angel City FC. Of course, that team will begin play next year in Los Angeles. A lot of energy and momentum behind this team, a star-studded ownership group. They're really ramping up their business operations Industry sources tell Lefton this is a five-year deal worth as much as high seven figures, and that would make it the NWSL's largest jersey sponsorship. So Angel City FC coming out of the gate with their biggest piece of sponsorship inventory and signing a major deal with DoorDash. Let's move to media because the head of the UK broadcaster BT Sport, Simon Green, And his company, BT Sport, carries both the EPL and the Champions League. He issued a very chilling remark that I'm sure concerned properties around the world when he said that Europe's top soccer leagues should be braced for a period of deflation in the value of their TV rights. This comes as the EPL will put up its domestic broadcast rights for three seasons, 22 to 25, up for bid, later this year and of course bt sport is a carrier of the epl and all properties get very very nervous when networks say that they are sensing or seeing a trend of lower rights fees because we all know media rights fees have helped drive the sports economy so simon green issuing a little bit of a chilling warning to properties around the world. Let's stay with media, but focus on ratings. Our Austin Carp is reporting that the six-hour rain delay on Sunday, well, that led to the least-watched Daytona 500 on record. Fox averaged just 4.83 million viewers for the race. Remember, it began at 3 o'clock. It ended after midnight. The previous low was in 2020 when rain pushed the 500 to a Monday, and that still had 7 million viewers. This one just over 4.8 million viewers. But our John Aran reported last night, Fox and NASCAR, they weren't all that upset. They looked at the number of viewers that Fox had before the rain delay. Fox averaged 8.5 million viewers for the 15 laps before the rain delay hit. Remember, they had that crash, then the rain came. And that number, 8.5 million, was about 4% higher than 2019. So their point was that 
people had planned to watch. They just didn't make it past the five-hour rain delay. That was me. I watched right up until about 5, 5.30. Then when I figured out this rain wasn't going to go anywhere, I gave up on the Daytona 500. Sounds like a lot of people did as well. So we'll have to see how NASCAR ratings continue as the season progresses. Sticking with ratings, one month into the NHL season, the NHL is posting better TV numbers nationally. Games on NBC and other cable networks are up 8% over the comparable number of games from last season. The local ratings are very strong. John Aran has ratings for 22 of the 24 U.S.-based clubs, and collectively, they are up 41% through February 9th. 20 of those 22 clubs are seeing increases, seeing strong stories with Penguins games in Pittsburgh, Flyers games in Philadelphia, also very strong ratings with the Stars games in Dallas and Avalanche games in Colorado. So early ratings for the NHL, quite strong indeed. Let's shift to baseball because the stunning spending of the San Diego Padres continues. This broke last night. Fernando Tatis, their all-star shortstop, agreed to a 14-year, $340 million contract extension. It's one of the largest guarantees in American sports history. He easily becomes the face of this small market team. It's amazing that the Padres were able to convince this 22-year-old to stay in San Diego, and now he receives the third biggest deal in baseball history. For the Padres, this deal just continues a trend of heavy spending under new managing partner Peter Seidler. He became chairman of the team's ownership group in November, succeeding Ron Fowler, and Seidler obviously wants to win. So with this extension, he is continuing to drive payroll. And so for comparison's sake, the team's previous record opening day payroll was $108 million. That was in 2014. This deal will push the team's 2021 commitments past $180 million. It's nearly double where they were in the last full major league season of 2019, according to Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic. So again, bottom line here, Peter Seidler spending big on the Padres. They'll have an opening day payroll of likely $180 million, which is far, far higher than they've ever had. How they will sustain it and will it pay off are the questions. Let's stay with baseball because the Associated Press is reporting the Toronto Blue Jays will play their first two homestands of the regular season at their spring training facility in Dunedin, Florida, because remember, Canadian government restrictions during the coronavirus pandemic. So the TD ballpark in Dunedin has a capacity of about 8,500. It makes sense for the team to stay at its spring training facility. Everything they need is there. Remember last year, the Blue Jays played their home games during the shortened 2020 season in Buffalo at Celine Field, home of their Buffalo Bisons AAA farm team. But this year, staying in Dunedin, Florida for at least the first two homestands. We mentioned on the Buzzcast yesterday, the USGA naming outgoing LPGA Commissioner Mike Wan as its new CEO, replacing Mike Davis. Here's what you need to know. Mike Wan will start his new job with the USGA sometime this summer. Wan said he was not offered the USGA job when he announced his departure from the LPGA in early January. He said he will continue to assist the LPGA in finding his replacement. For the USGA, Juan was their target early on. USGA President Stu Francis said that they have been thinking about hiring Mike Juan for a while. He was the leading candidate wire to wire. Now, the USGA is seen as a very traditional 
organization. Remember, it conducts the U.S. Open and 13 other national championships. Juan will be a central figure in golf in a variety of issues. Remember, the USGA is the architect and really the writer of golf's rule book. So he'll have a lot of say in the rules of golf and the technology impacting golf. Juan will also be key to selecting sites for the U.S. Open and the U.S. Women's Open. Let's end with a couple of quick hitters. The Jacksonville Jaguars are bringing back teal. Yes, they are returning to teal as their primary color in their uniforms for the start of this season under new coach Urban Meyer. For the first 16 years as a franchise, teal was the Jags' primary color for home jerseys. They made a switch from teal to black during Shad Khan's first season as owner in 2012. But teal is coming back. Let's end with some news around people. ESPN has re-signed Ryan Clark as an NFL studio analyst. He has been at the network since 2015, been very active in their NFL coverage. This comes after Buster Only signed a multi-year extension with ESPN. He, of course, is the face of their baseball coverage. 56-year-old Seiko Hashimoto is the new president of the Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee. What's interesting about her, she completed in cycling in three Summer Olympics and in speed skating in four Winter Olympics. She won a bronze medal, her only medal at the 1992 Games in speed skating. And now she takes over Tokyo's Olympic Organizing Committee. And finally, Milwaukee Bucks Senior Vice President Alex Lazary, the son of team owner Mark Lazary, has entered the race for the U.S. Senate seat in Wisconsin, running as a Democrat and announcing his candidacy. He talked about his role with the Bucks and the ties to Milwaukee. He pointed out the success around the construction of Pfizer Forum, their arena, and he also talked about how he's worked with the Bucks on labor and social justice issues. Alex Lazary said that he will take a leave of absence from his position with the team for the duration of the campaign, but this will be a very interesting story to watch, the connection between sports and politics. Alex Lazary has been very active in politics his entire life, now running as a Democrat for the U.S. Senate in the state of Wisconsin. And finally, if you're a subscriber to Sports Business Journal for any of our products, Monday you will see a brand new web experience. It's modern. It's sleek. I can't wait for you to see it. But we do need your help. When the new site launches on Monday, you will be logged out of your account. So for a seamless transition to our new website, we ask that you verify your login details by visiting the login settings in your account profile. Also take note of all your username and account preferences so you can have a seamless transition to our new website and be able to log in easily and quickly. So that is your morning buzzcast for a very, very busy Thursday, February 18th. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody stays healthy, stays safe, Be good to each other, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.